Well, we've been, um, last few weeks, talking about peace. Peace is something that we need in this life. Glory to God. John 14, 27. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Praise God. When we were here last week, I don't know if, if, if you weren't here and you heard the recording, a little different, um, I don't know what it's like on the recording, but I'll tell you what, here it was like there was a blanket of peace in the room. It was tangible. And uh, we just let God be God and just um, soaked in it for a while. And so even if you hear it on the recording, just, you know, the Holy Spirit, uh, He's there. And um, He'll, uh, I believe He'll meet you right there in your car or your room or wherever. And, um, but it was, you know, you don't, go, you don't walk by feelings, you don't walk by sight. But on the other hand, we are a three-part being, and God knows that. God's not, we don't want to get in one ditch or the other. We don't want to get to where we're just so... We want to be conscious of spiritual things. Don't get me wrong. The more conscious of spiritual things you are, the better. But you don't want to deny the fact that you're a three-part being. In other words, if if your body is hurting, that will affect every part of your being. If you're getting pressed on your mind, that's going to affect your being. So uh, we don't seek for manifestations of God. You don't try to make them happen, but... Uh, at the same time, uh, it's nice when they do happen. And so, uh, you know, last week it was just, just like a, a tangible peace in here. And um, we thank God for His peace. We can experience His peace uh, wherever we are. You know, whenever we're uh, dealing with situations, which we all deal with in life, um, just the, the challenges of life, to experience the peace of God right in the middle of that when it looks like it should be chaos, that's the best. I mean, you know, if you're in the middle of a vacation, you know, it's sun shining and the beach, you know, you're by the beach or, you know, you're in the mountains or you're on the prairie, wherever would it be great for you or in the city, whatever. And, you know, nothing going on and no pressure and you can forget about and flush all the cares of life for a while. It's great to experience peace there and we need that and we need to be recouped. But when you are right in the middle of pressure and things and noise at work or noise in, in, in life and to experience God's peace there, that's uh, priceless. Because the majority of our life is not lived on the beach unless you have a house on the beach, you know, or, but even if you did, then it becomes normal. Uh, you know, we, uh, we don't live on vacation, most of us. I don't know, maybe, maybe some of you do. I don't. We were made, partly, we have to put our hands to something, and God made us that way, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, but we live a lot of our life just dealing with stuff, and that's where we want to experience the peace of God. And that's when it's really working. When it's really working is when we have that pressure coming in and we're still at peace. 
Pressure can be on the outside, it can be pushing in, but on the inside, we're at peace. And that's so, it's important, but it's so, uh, what's the word? I mean, it's, it is, it's priceless. You, it doesn't matter. So you could have uh, so many other things going on and look like it's good on the outside, but if there's turmoil on the inside, that's, that's not fun. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. So he said he, gives, he gave us not just any peace, his peace, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And that's what we focused on last week. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Peace is a state of rest, quietness, calmness, and absence of strife. It's tranquility. It denotes a perfect well-being. It includes harmonious relationships between God and men, men and men, and nations and families. John 16.33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So we... Jesus uh, said he's given us his word so that we would have peace. He said in the world you will have tribulation. You're going to have pressure. But he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. That doesn't mean we will never have anything pressing on us. That's not, that's not the Bible. Just because you're walking in faith does not mean you're not going to have any challenges. And you cannot determine the will of God based on uh, you know, the number of challenges you have. If you think it's only the will of God when it's just completely smooth sailing on the outside, you're going to miss it. Because there are times you're going in the will of God and you are having what seems like obstacles put in your way. Satan can only try to slow us down. He cannot stop us. But he will try to slow you down. He will try to, if he can get your eyes on the obstacles, then that's his target, is to get your eyes there and to get you... Um, to slow down, to get you to take your eyes off God, to get you to focus on the circumstance, to start feeling and to start seeing, not that we deny those things, but to start focusing on that more than we do on Him. And that's when we lose our peace. So it's not about the, the amount of troubles out here because we are going to face troubles. That's not a bad thing I'm speaking over you. That's just life. If we're going to live in this earth, we are going to face troubles. And that can be an encouragement. Because you may have already had troubles in 2019. And when you know, that's okay. You, that doesn't mean you're, you're, you're messing up. That doesn't mean you messed God. I mean, you know what I'm saying. There are things that we, you know, it's like we shot ourselves in the foot. We hit our thumb with the hammer, well, we need to quit doing that. If it's, if it's self-inflicted, then don't do it again. But then there are just problems that we come up against. And if we think that it's not supposed to be happening, that can cause more stress than the thing itself. Anybody know what I mean? Yes. You can get in con, and the devil will help you. Why, why is this happening? You must have missed it. Why aren't you spending more time with God? If you would have gotten with God, you, this wouldn't happen. You would have seen ahead. Now, I'm not saying you can't, you, you, you can't know and sense what's going on, but that, acting like there's never going to be a challenge in life is, 
is foolishness. And that's not the Bible, and we don't preach that here. The school I came from does not preach that. But people get the idea when they start learning about faith that somehow all their problems are going to disappear. That's not true. And if we think it's true, we're going to be in for a rude awakening. If you think it's true, it's not going to make it happen. Well, I just believe I won't have problems. That's not going to help. You, don't, you can't have faith for it when the Savior and the, the, the Master said, you're going to have tribulation. You can confess and believe you're not going to have it the rest of your life, and it's just foolishness. Now, we're not supposed to call problems to us. Don't talk about the problem. Don't go over and over and say how bad the problem is. But just saying, well, I'm just never going to have any challenges. Well, then when challenges come, right there you're going to feel like you missed it somewhere. Instead of saying, okay, so this is there. You know what? We're going over it. We're going around it. We're going under it. We're going through it. One way or another, we're going to end up on the other side. That's the spirit of victory, and that's the spirit of our God. He has not stopped. He, in the earth, look at all the challenges to the plan of salvation, all the you know, mess-ups that mankind has done. Look at Israel over and over. We shouldn't throw stones at them because we're just the same. But if, if God wanted to say, you know, focus on the problem, He could do all the time. He would have given up a long time ago. But that's not the way He is. He's not that way. So we are going to have some challenges, but in the middle of it, we can be of good cheer. And in the middle of it, we can have peace. And oh, this is priceless, that we can go and realize, yeah, that might be happening, and that might be happening, but in the middle, it's like a cocoon around us. Right here, we're going through it with peace, even though it's chaos around us. That's a witness, and that is, is walking with the Spirit of God. Anybody can be chill when there's nothing going on, and you have a drink, you know, you got a soft drink in one hand, and you got your legs kicked up, got your favorite food next to you, and you don't have to go to work for another week. <laughs> Anybody can be like, oh, just so patient. Why? There's no pressure. There's no time pressure. You've already got it allocated. There's no money pressure. You're just, hey, it's all right. Anybody can do that. Of course, you could be stressed out on vacation, too. But it's another thing when we just deal with life and we're going through it completely calm. That means there's something not normal and not natural and not like the world going on. Because the world is in chaos all the time. And if we know what Jesus said, and we walk and let those words actually impact us, then we can have this. And you can't buy this. You can't buy it. Having peace when there are pressures, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take any amount of money to trade away that. Lack of peace will send you to the grave. Lack of peace will cause us to do stupid stuff, say dumb things. In fact, all the dumb things that we've said, a good majority of them is when we're stressed and we're looking at the wrong thing. 
and then we say dumb stuff. Why? Because we're not at peace. We're letting all this stuff get at us. And so we're not necessarily even mad at the person. We're mad because we have 15 things going on, and we're not at peace. It's not necessarily the situation. It's what's going on in here. And we may blame it on the situation, but really, we're, we're just stressed. Isaiah 26.3, we went over. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You will keep him in perfect peace. Notice that you, God, will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Keep him in perfect peace. If we're focusing what on the problem, no, on him. The way to, to get really uptight is to focus on the circumstance and to keep talking about it and go over it again and just loop on it. That's a way just to blow up our, our you know, mindset, the people around us, and there's no peace. That's a surefire way. The more we focus on something that's going on in the world and circumstance, the worse it looks, the bigger it looks, the more distant God looks, we magnify the problem, and then our peace starts diminishing. But the opposite is true too. If we will not focus on that, instead of focusing on what's going on, instead of talking it up, talk it down, or don't talk about it, and start talking up who God is and what He's done. That will bring peace. That's what this says right here. If we're stayed on Him, what, what uh, is, is God stressed? Is God uptight about stuff? Is God overwhelmed by circumstance? Is He able to bring us through anything? So then the more we talk about that, the more we look at it, the more we focus on it, the more we feed that and just squelch the other. Don't give it any air. Don't give it any food. Don't give it any attention. Let it die. You say, well, it's right in my face. It's very difficult. I'm not diminishing how the problem, but I will say, even if it's right in front of our face, if we'll not give it, any attention. You say that's impossible. It's not impossible because this is true. Even if it's like this, and we feel like we can't do anything but, if we'll just talk around it, just start talking about God anyway, and focusing on Him, and say how big God is. I know this thing's here, but God's bigger. God is bigger, and He is going to bring us through, and it's trying to say, no, He won't. Say, oh yeah, He will. I can see the light right there. Oh yeah, He's bringing us over. God is huge. He is not ever going to be defeated. I'm His child, so I won't be defeated. He is the Master. He is the Lord, and that will bring the calm. Trying to talk, trying to get rid of stressful thoughts by focusing on the stressful thoughts is absolutely backwards. We're supposed to cast down thoughts, 
But if you focus on the thought over, how do you cast down a thought? Thought comes, you're not going to make it. You say, you turn the channel and say, God will bring me over. That is dealing with that thought. Say, no, that's not true. I'm not going to look at that. But you don't just keep saying, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to. What are you doing? You're looking at it. You're talking about it. What's going to be on your mind? That. So we say, no. And then we immediately say, God. You're not going to make it. I rebuke that. I am going to make it because God is faithful and he's good and he loves me and he has been faithful in the past. And you start talking about all the times he's been faithful. See, that is the focus. And another thought comes up. No, that's not true. Anytime something pops up, because the devil likes to do this, tries to give you a quick image or, you know, you may be walking down uh, through your house, and it'll give you an image about your child or about your spouse. What if they got this? What, what would you do if this happened? Immediately, if you have to say it out loud, say, that will never happen to me. I rebuke you. Just shut it down. That will never happen, and go right on with God. What the devil wants you to do is play it in your head and turn it a few times and say, oh my gosh, what if that ever happened? What would I do? What would that, and to experience the motion, that's opening the door. Just shut it down and say, no, that will not happen. And just start glorifying God. He'll try to do that with your kids. Well, this is going to happen. What if that happens? And you shut it down and say, that will never happen. No, God is good. God is faithful. And you start talking about the goodness of God. See, what he wants to do is get you to fear and get you out of peace and start meditating on his thoughts. Meditating on his plan, and we shut it down and say, No, I'm going to meditate on the Almighty. And as we meditate on the Almighty, there is perfect peace there because our mind is stayed on him because there is no turmoil in him. If we're thinking about him and his ways, there's peace. Now, you may look around and it looks exactly the same. But our mind is stayed on him, and he has the answer, and he has the way out. And if our mind stayed on him, he's going to keep leading us. And where mind stayed on him, he's going to show us the next step and the next adjustment and the next way around. And if you start freaking out and going over here and say, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? That's just letting confusion and chaos in. What are you going to do? You're listening to what are you going to do? And how about this? And then these thoughts come. What if this happens? And you start reacting to what? To fear, to negativity, to, to panic. And we make dumb decisions when we do that. Sometimes we just need to get a hold of ourselves, stop, and just take a walk. Or go for a drive, or maybe it's not a good time to get behind the wheel at that point, depending on your, your point. Go, go read a book, go flip on a show that's going to help you get your mind where it needs to be. Because sometimes it just tries to get like just this noise, 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 it's so bad, and all we need to do is just cut it off and stop it and get back to our minds being focused on God. But sometimes you just need something to jerk it out. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Because it's looping so hard and so fast that it's seeming, it's just amplifying. It seems worse and worse and worse and worse. And we have to say, stop it, detach it, and get our mind back on him. And remind ourselves of who we serve. And remind ourselves of who he is. And who he is to us. And who he is to us now.
that he loves us, that he's on our side, that he's faithful. Stayed on him. Not on, how, not on what you did wrong. Not on how you missed it, because that's not going to help. Well, I blew it. Well, I blew it. Well, I, well okay, so how is that going to help? That, again, is going to give way to just getting out of peace. Okay, God knows us. He knows what we're made of. Thank God we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. But He also knows we have flesh. We have parts of our mind that are unrenewed. And He knows it. He's not surprised if we miss it. He doesn't fall off the throne. Trying to be perfect in everything is going to cause us to get out. We're, going to be, we're not focused on Him then. We're focused on us. And if we're focused on us and how we missed it, that is just giving the enemy tools to beat us up. And when we're like that, we're not going to be in peace. We're going to be stressed. Well, yeah, God could work for it if you would have done such and such. Well, okay, then why do we need God? Why do we need a Savior? There's only one person that ever walked this life perfectly, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody else has failed. So, if you hear the thought, well, yeah, but if you would have, and you would have done this, then God could have come through. Okay, then what do I need God for? Every human being on the face of the earth is in the same position. That will get you out of peace. That will get you in turmoil, because... If I wouldn't have, if I only, okay. But that's not staying, keeping our mind on Him. That's keeping our mind on us. And how are we going to get past that? We got to jerk our mind off ourselves, off the situation, and put it on Him, because that's the place where our mind, when our mind is stayed on Him, that's the place where we're going to be in perfect peace. Why? Because we trust Him. And that's what it comes down to, just because we are trusting Him. When the noise is there, what are you going to do about, what are you going to do about, we have to say, well, God's big enough. I trust Him. And just put ourselves in His hands. Hallelujah. Just put ourselves back, and He is so much bigger than us, it's not even worth talking about. Thank God we are washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God we are born again. Thank God we know something about faith. But you are not supposed to carry your problems yourself. See, there's a thing we can get. You can learn some things about faith, but you've you got to be careful. You don't slip into the ditch where it's all up to you now because you should be believing God more. That is going to crush your faith. That doesn't make your faith abound. That means you're back to carrying the weight. Yes, we have a part to play. Our part is to trust Him and cast our care on Him and to, to keep our mind stayed on Him and trust that He's big enough to deal with stuff. That's our part. That will make faith spring up in us. You mean I don't have to do everything perfect? You mean I blew it, that wasn't great, but I can just look at Him and He's going to help me? Yes. That will keep us calm. 
that will keep us at peace. That's how, in the middle of all this pressure bearing in, we can be like, God can handle this. Yeah, but this just happened. He can handle that too. Oh, but what if this happens? He, he'll be there. I'm sure he's got a, something to do. He can figure it out. He doesn't have to figure it out. He already knows. And if that happened, he knows. Yeah, but if this happened, it's all... It's, you know, sometimes you just got to slap yourself into reality. The stuff that we let just ring in our heads sometimes, it's like if you stopped and thought about it, it's like, well, nobody's going to the emergency room right now. Nobody's dying. I mean, even if you were, you're going to go see Jesus, but let's just put that aside for a second. Wait a minute, my, you know, my child, you know, children, they're okay. I mean, there's no sirens. It's, we're not taught, well, I know, it's not an emergency like that, but this is serious. Well, don't just back up for a second. If one of those things happened, now everything stops, and now there, and even in the middle of that, God's faithful, and we can be at peace. But sometimes the stuff that's going on in our head and the amplification if we just stop, what if everything that has passed our mind that the, the enemy would try to bring at you happen, what would, where would you be? What if you lost everything and everybody abandoned you? You'd still have God. You could still go forward. We could still live a productive life. You say, there's no way. Yeah, we could. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, you know, sometimes we just have to... These, these stupid little problems start to, and they may not be little, but in re relation to things that really could go on, if you looked at some people, I mean, certain people, they're dealing with something that's really a crisis. I mean, they just lost, their spouse just killed over and died. Well, even that, God can walk them through. But sometimes it's the stuff that, I mean, when we look at it, if, it, if this thing did happen, in a week or two weeks, and oh my gosh, what if, what if something doesn't happen? There would be no major consequence. But we can live from crisis to crisis if, if we let ourselves. He said, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. It is an exercise to keep our mind on him and to keep our mind looking to him because that, that does try our trust. The stuff that's going on is what tries to pull us off and it is faith to take our mind back and say, no but God. And the, your things try to take it off, but no, but God. It, it, is, it can be a fight to stay in peace like this. And if we know it's a fight, again, like we talked about that we'd have challenges, well, peace is the same way. If we think we're going to get up and just float through the day, and if we feel like we're at peace, then it's working, but if we get out of peace, we don't feel like peace, then, well, I blew it, then we'll lose our peace like that all the time. But if we realize, wait a minute, this is what we're to do, but this is not going to come just without a fight. 
because Satan is trying to get us out of peace. Because if he can get us out of peace, that's where he operates. People don't make bad decisions when they're at peace, usually. When they're confident and they, they feel good about the world, that's not when they make bad decisions. That's not when they, you know, do something that's going to hurt their life or their loved ones or, or somebody. It's when they start looking at problems that already have happened and start magnifying those. And so when we do that and get out of peace, that's when we're on the enemy's territory and he can work there. So what does he try to do? He tries to get you in that mode. If you're completely at peace and completely trusting God, you're a fortress. What can he do? What's he going to do to you? If everything he throws at you, you're like, God's got this, it's all right. Your mind is calm, which means your body's calm. You're not dealing with stress in your body, so your muscles are able to, to and all your tissue and everything is able to operate the way it's supposed to. You're not stopping stuff up. He can't get to you. But when we start getting out of peace, now we can be pushed and we can be pulled and we start letting it bear down on our mind, and, and it, it, it hurts us physically. And I mean, have you ever felt stress about a situation, and it's causing your body to hurt in a certain way? If we look to Him, and, and, and we, we focus on, on God and trust Him, and don't let ourselves get out of peace, we cannot... We, we, are, uh, we have a defense against Satan getting to us, which is why he will push to get us out of peace. He'll push on us to try to get us to yield to something, to get us upset, uptight, because then our focus is clearly, if we're upset right there, our focus is not on Him anymore. So this is a battle. And so if we get up in the morning and realize, we may feel great. I mean, you could feel like, wow, this is going to be such a great day. And, you know, by the time you arrive at work and are there for 10 minutes, you feel like it's going to be a horrible day. Anybody ever been there? Don't raise your hand. You're like, man, you're ready to go. You had it all planned out. You walk in and you get some news and you're like, you could be. Well, we have a choice. We can be like, man, I was going to do this and this and now this is going to, you know, and just yield to it, get upset. We're not thinking clearly because we're thinking why it shouldn't be like this. Or we can realize it's going to be a it's going to be a fight, and then right in the middle, we just we just double down. Right in the middle, of that pops up. We're like, "All right, God's got this, and we're going to be okay." And know that it's a fight right there. Our peace just wants to go out the window, and we say, "No, no, no. This is when I need the peace. This is when I need to have a calm mind. This is when I need to know what to do. This is when I need to hear from God." I do not need to start getting out of peace. So we need to know this is a battle, and this is exactly 
what the enemy wants me to do. Push you, you get out of peace, now you start to operate out of your head and out of your emotion, and that's exactly where he, where he wants you. That's how he operates. But if we know, no, this is a fight. Every day, I'm not saying we focus on the devil and what he's going to do it. We just have to understand God is good and he is taking care of us, but there is an enemy that will try to rip that peace from us and get us out of it, and we need to guard it. And just the way to guard it is to keep our mind focused on God regardless. Regardless of what happens, we are focused on him. Regardless, somebody says something, peace. What are we going to do, even if you don't know? Well, we're going to think about it. It'll be okay. We'll figure it out. It's going to be all right. You may have no clue. But if you know God, you know he already more than has a clue. He knows exactly what to do. What's my job? Tune into him. I'm not lying. If I say it's going to be okay, we'll figure it out. I know I'm trusting him. Now, none of us has done this perfect, but if we do what the Bible says, we'll do this. Hallelujah. We become impenetrable the more we do this. Because the enemy, he goes about like this. He is poking, trying to get us to give. He is going around. He's looking for chinks. He pokes you. And we're not glorifying the devil. He's just, that's what, this is the reality. We need to know who we're dealing with and know what the Word of God says so we can operate. But if we just go through and act like, well, I just don't feel like peace anymore. I guess it's not God's will. We will get slaughtered. We are in a fight. Every one of you and everybody that's listening on the recording, you have the Spirit I mean, maybe not everybody is born again. If you're not born again, you need to know the Lord Jesus Christ. But if we are a child of God, you are a threat to Satan. You say, well, I'm nothing. No, he's already got you thinking the wrong thing. We, if you have the Spirit of God living on the inside, you are a child of God, you are a threat. And so he is going to try to get you to agree with him instead of agree with God. Because if you agree with God and you stay in peace, you cannot be stopped. If you keep listening to what he tells you to do, think about what we're saying. If you keep doing what God tells you to do, his way works. What if you get into a real messy situation? He knows the way out, so that's the perfect time I need to tune into him. What, what do we do here? Show me what to do here. I don't see what to do here, but you know what to do, and he can get us out. Praise God. He can get us out. He can get us out. Amen? <laughs> Isn't he good? He is so good. He's so big. He is strong, all-knowing, and he's our father. That, thinking on those things, that's what's going to get us to be at peace. Thinking that the thought comes up about something, deflecting that, and then just going right back to, oh, my God is so good. 
He is so good and he knows what to do. Another thought comes up, yep, but he'll know what to do then and he, he'll be with me and he'll show me and just stay in there. That brings a calm. Because you know, no matter what pops up, he's there. That's how to stay in peace. Put it, your attention on him. Praise God.